solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Twelve. The Tri Wizard Tournament. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly and I'm Alex, and this is Potter Watch. <clears throat> Woo! Wow, we are so excited to be here today. Indeed, indeed. And when is. I say today, I mean tonight. <laughs> or whenever you're listening to this. Oh, <laughs> um, everything's fine. The mic just fell. Nobody's panicking. <laughs> We're very professional. Okay. Tech for days. Great. Can great, everybody great, great. hear me? Can everybody see me? Nobody can see you but me. But um, can you quote it's a, me? It's a good sight. Quote me. Um, uh, Lockhart, yes. here too. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> okay, so today we're doing chapter 12, the Triwizard Tournament. We're all able to listen because we know that the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher is... Mad-Eye Moody. Parentheses, Barney Crouch Jr. Yikes. Close parentheses. Um, okay, so... There was a little snafu that wasn't mentioned on, like, the last two podcasts because I didn't realize it till I was editing them. But a couple of chapters ago, you had said the password was going to be, what team does Cho Chang support? But that wasn't, team didn't have it. wasn't in this chapter. <laughs> no, it was it's, supposed to be for the train one. Yeah, it's. I think it's the next book. No, it has to be in no, this book somewhere. it's in somewhere. this book somewhere, but, um... Don't know where it happens. I swore it was on the train. I May, know. Oh, I think it's on the train home for Christmas. Maybe. No, that doesn't make sense. They all oh, stay for Christmas. Could be. They all stay. No, yeah, you're right. I don't know when it happens, but I know that, um, Hermione or Harry says, like, why were you attacking her for her Quidditch? I think it's the fifth one. It might be the fifth one. I yeah, because it's, it's like we're one. reintroducing Cho before they date. And then, like, the whole... But that's with Ron and... The, yeah, there's another thing on the train with the Neville. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so no worries if you didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> we're so good at this bit. We should probably, for season six, come up with a new... Or for season five, come up with a new bit. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I have some exciting ideas for season five. Oh boy! Yeah, switch things up. Keep them, keep them on the toes. Toes are kept up. <laughs> okay, alrighty. <laughs> um, so, like I said, chapter twelve, tries wizard tournament, or as you said, or as you called it. Um, I named it "Welcome Home, Harry." Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I didn't have another title that I felt encompassed the whole chapter. And when I say welcome home, Harry, I really mean like welcome home, me too. Because as much as I love all of the extra stuff we get at the beginning of this book, I was really excited to be back at Hogwarts and the rhythm really picked up here. And I just thought, welcome home. Um, mine's not as sweet, but mine is Hermione Spews. <laughs> okay <laughs> but like you get it right no i get it um okay. for the listeners out there if you don't know what this specific chapter entails um it is the chapter in which um 
Hermione is first outraged by the treatment of ho- the house elves in Hogwarts. She wasn't aware that there were house elves in Hogwarts, and she's a pissed about it. It's basically what will end up creating spew for Yeah, so it's a very good chapter title. I don't know if it's, like, very good, but it was definitely, like, silly. <laughs> silly. She also, like, literally spews when she hears it, so. Yeah. yeah, that was a good, like, she drops her drink. No, it was good. It's good. It's good. <clears throat> okay. Um, what happens in this chapter real quick? Could you give us a quick synapse? Oh, I think I could. Okay. A peevish welcome, a hat song, and house elves wronged. Whoa. I know. A tourney for three. Um, attorney is in a tournament? Yes. Oh my gosh. So I was like trying to come up with a haiku earlier and Griffin tried to do his own and he literally said tourney and I was like, what the fuck? Tourney is like, <laughs> it's also a very British thing. Like, you're going to the tourney. Watching the tourney on the telly. You're watching the tourney on the telly. Oh, listening to it on the wireless. <clears throat> it's, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing, and Triwizard Tournament is way too long to put in a haiku, so. Um, alright, so Granger goes on strike, Triwizard is introduced, Moody makes a scene. Mm. Mmm. You know what? I like it because it's like... It's the same, kind of. It's similar, but I feel like we also covered some things that the other missed. Yeah. Good. We did good. Okay. Start us off. Batter up. Batter up. Okay. So my first note is that, so um, there was this thing going around a while back, and, like, it's still a big thing now, but, like, on black Twitter, like, it's where they do, um, like, black Hogwarts, so they, like, have recast all of um, yeah. Hogwarts with, like, African-American people, and... Um, and I was just thinking, if this was Black Hogwarts, so many things ha- so many things happen in the first five minutes that would just not be okay. So first we've got like Peeves throwing water balloons on people's okay. on Hermione's hair, no go. And like on Ron's shoes, no go. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of, mostly because I just saw this post resurface, but I was like, mm-mm, this is not, this was not the move. Because the first thing I heard when it was like it nearly missed Hermione's hair was like, oh no. First day hair. of school, <laughs> not the hair. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's already ruined. They got like soaked. Okay. Yeah, but, but still. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to like set the mood for everybody at home, like we're recording right now and there was just a big clap of thunder and like that's what's happening in the chapter right now. Yeah. Did you hear the thunder? I did. <laughs> you just like looked I at I heard the thunder. thunder, thunder. <laughs> <laughs> you just like looked at me like, what? No, I just didn't know where you were going with that. No, I, I was going to, on that journey. Just want everyone to know that like atmosphere here is matching. <laughs> matching the chapter. It's that always happens. We have a mind. We have a drink. <laughs> I don't know if ever heard that. It was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. Oh, well, my joke it does not I'm even. Sorry. No, it doesn't even compare to that, so we're just gonna move swiftly along. But yeah, Peeves is such a little shit, and I love it. I do like that it's, like, a nice little reminder about Peeves, because yeah. he kind of, like, gets 
forgotten some of the other chapters. <laughs> well, he gets forgotten books. more in the movies, am I right? <laughs> Yikes. Also, McGonagall grabbing Hermione's neck. I didn't really have a note about it, just like an observation. <laughs> There's a very, like, <laughs> odd way of um, phrasing that. Little squirts. Wee. Little squirts. So much worse than that voice. <laughs> Already wet, aren't they? Gross. Little squirts. Gross. Molly! <laughs> we. <laughs> I just wanted to repeat some of those words. Now you know if my mind didn't go there. <laughs> wow. Not doing nothing. Nothing. My next note just says, I'm so glad to be back at Hogwarts, which I already talked about. God, Alex, stop repeating yourself. It's okay. <gasps> hey, can ghosts change their clothes? Because it talks about, like, nearly headless Nick changing his little ruffles. And I was like, I thought the whole, like, you, like, are wearing like, that's the clothes that you die in. That's. I had the same note. Because doesn't the, um, the bloody baron blue? have, like, blood all over his clothes yeah. still? I would change that. That seems like... Unless he had the thing in his ghostly clothes and he pulled it out. I don't know. Seems questionable. Which, on that, I just had a little fun, a little fun game. Mm. <clears throat> Not really a game, but what would you want your eternal outfit to be? Oh, God, that's so hard. Well, okay, I have some questions. So is it, like, as a human, like, some clothes are uncomfortable if I wear them too long. So it's, like, it's but as... eternal... Right, but as a ghost, am I going to feel that it's uncomfortable, or is it just... I feel like it's as when you're, like, fresh. Like, they're always, like, fre- like, they're frozen in time. Yeah, but do you feel it? Like, can I feel the clothes on my body? Let's just say yes for the question, because otherwise then it wouldn't matter what you're wearing. Oh, well... You like know, I like, well, you because like if them. I couldn't feel it, then I would look good. Like I would no, like, like wear like an outfit. Them. You can feel them, but just know that like everyone's gonna see you for the rest of Ghost Eternity. Well, yeah, like I would this. need something that like wasn't too like period. You know, like wasn't something too classic. right now. Something yeah, classic. Um, but also something hella comfortable. I'm thinking some like cute joggers. <laughs> Have your eternal outfit be joggers. I love joggers. I would also want it to be, like, neutral, like, place. Like, something that I could dress up, dress down, you know? Something that could be, like, in the middle. Like, what if I have to go to my death day party? I don't want to show up to my death day party in joggers. So, like, a dress? Or, like, a nice... Yeah, I probably... Like, me, I'd probably wear a dress. Because dresses are not are one what I'm most comfortable in. Like, a really loose, flowy dress is what I would do. I, like, don't want to die in a dress. Yeah. We're very different in that way. Like, I, if I could wear a dress every day, I would. I would not. Yeah. Like, and I also like a dress because it's one piece, but it's a full outfit. Yeah, it's, like, instant outfit. Yeah, and I would definitely have, like, the most comfortable flats on. I also like... Oh, well, you guess your feet don't show. Maybe I put on heels. Because you never have to put... Yeah, you're you never, floating. You're floating Oh, everywhere. I would definitely wear heels. I'm definitely wearing heels. heels. Right, so good on the legs. Um, I could really dress up my joggers. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you know what I'd actually die in? 
<laughs> just take back everything I said. You know that huge red sweater I have that I love yeah. to wear in the fall? I'd wear that, a scarf, leggings, and my, like, heel boots. It looks very 80s, but, like, so cute and comfortable. It's very cute. I That's that's what I would wear easily. Like, I'm going to dress up my joggers. They're going to be more, like, jegging joggers. Okay. And, um, yeah, like, a comfortable top. And, like, probably a sports bra, because... I want to, like, still be, like, supported, but, like, not a full bra. No, I'd wear, like, my granny Costco bra because it's more comfortable than a sports bra because I'm not contained, but it's ugly, but nobody's going to see it because I'm a ghost. I have really comfortable sports bras, though. I've never met a sports bra I would call comfortable. Well, I guess we're at different parties. (laughs) (laughs) No sports bra parties. (laughs) Um, okay. Let us know what sports bra uh, party you're going to. Or let us know what your eternal outfit would be. Yeah. Please communicate with us and let us know a better way to. I think we should make, like, a Facebook group or something. Also, don't forget our ongoing bet. Yeah. If, oh, this is a great time to plug. Okay. So, um, do you know how iTunes works? If you don't, here's a tutorial. When you click on... (laughs) Trying to sound like an infomercial. When you click on um, a podcast, you can see, like, stars and reviews. And then you can make your own review. So if you can, like, if you just click on the stars, then it'll, like, give you a little comment section. And if you give us five stars and write a review, then you are contributing towards our ongoing... Endeavor. Endeavor. Yeah. So we have promised to get Potter Watch or some kind of like podcast related podcast tattoo. related tattoo if we reach a hundred iTunes reviews. It will most likely be Potter Watch. Yes. Um. So to clarify the bet, do they have to have? Do we have to have that many written reviews or just a hundred? reviews because you can just do the stars without writing anything no i think it has to be a written a written review okay because right now as of today which is tuesday august 21st 2018 we have 18 reviews but not all of them are stars or not all of them are comments all right well this is a great time to say that we, I think it should be comments, right? You, this is your thing, so I mean, I'm just what are you quietly feeling? panicking in the corner. Come on, guys, we have to get Molly to do this. So I really um, uh, would love that. Also, like, let's if, just see how much. Let's just if we get to a hundred, we'll we'll go from there. If we get to a hundred, we're definitely doing the tattoo. We've made the promise. We've said it multiple times now. Um, just write something, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Ha ha. Wouldn't it be funny for Molly to get this tattoo? And I will give you five stars. <laughs> and then put what your house you're representing. Yes. Or which house you'd want to have points if you don't feel particularly housed. Yeah. That's fair. <clears throat> Alright, let's um let's Also get back follow in. us on Instagram. Oh yeah. Interact with us on Facebook. We also have an email account. You know what's up. You know what's up. Interact with us. Okay. I don't um, have any notes until the song, so. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that is um, not great for you because you're missing out on this lovely Colin moment we're having. Uh, Dennis? No, Colin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hiya, Harry. <laughs> Hi, Colin. <laughs> Harry, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> 
I just really like the pace of this chapter. Like, we're really getting everyone back in. Like, we get a reintroduction to Colin Creevy. And, um, just a gem. Just a gem. Harry, did you know my brother's gonna come? Like, what a great- My brother Dennis. What a great introduction to Dennis Creevy. The most important character in this chapter, I think. I have some, like, notes about (laughs) Dennis. Dennis Creevy, (laughs) And Jim Dale's portrayal of... A, cha- a champion. A true champion. <laughs> Not exactly. Um, I really like this moment where Harry's wondering, like, oh, who's missing from the staff table? And then we immediately get Hermione, like, huh, the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher is missing. Like, uh, this the pacing of this chapter is so on point. It's also very much encapsulates how Harry and Hermione work, because yes. Harry's usually, like... You know, he is trying to figure things out, but, like, Hermione's always three steps ahead of them, and Ron's not paying attention at all. Yeah, Ron doesn't know what's going on. Ron's like, yep, all the teachers are accounted for. Good, good. Now, sometimes Harry's on the same level as Ron, but, um, I'd say par. He's, like, trying to figure things out. Yes. My next note says, bless Dennis Creevy. (laughs) When he comes in, like... (laughs) Colin, I fell in the lake. It was great. (laughs) One time, Regina George punched me in the face. It was awesome. That is how Dennis (laughs) Creevy is reacting to falling in the lake. First of all, oh, never mind. We're not. We're not to the giant squid yet. I have no. This is just him with um, Hagrid's like giant jacket on, which I think is insane. He's not able to hold that up. Yeah, he is, like, grumpling under the weight of this, but he's having so much fun. Dennis and Creevy. he's, like, muggle-born, too, which I think is so cute. I know. But, like, I wonder what that's like if there's two muggle-borns, you know, and your older one. So, like, you know it's more, best, but you're still not in it. Best best case scenario, honestly. Yeah. That whole Petunia-Lily situation is not the move. Yeah. I love the sorting hat. The sorting hat is my favorite character, I think. That's what my note says. <laughs> In the whole series. Um, <laughs> wow. I remember giving the sorting hat a rat one time. So <laughs> I do recall. I think it was book two. Yeah, it was. When he was like, I'll Harry should be when a I Slytherin. Um, I said that basically the hat is a horcrux for all four founders. Is that yeah, not they put true? their mind in the kind of. I feel like they each put a little bit of them in him to like carry on their like spirits and their like mm-hmm. thoughts. So maybe it it literally says they gave me a little bit of brain. Yeah, scary. They put some brains inside of me, but that um, sounded weird. This is the <laughs> this is the best. Um, the hat gives, I think, Hufflepuff because mm-hmm. there's literally a line in a different book where it's just and, and Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff takes the rats. <laughs> but this is like the hardworking line, which I think epitomizes Hufflepuff yeah. as a house. Kind, hardworking, and I I like. They don't even say kind here; just hardworking. But I'm feeling like I like the and Hufflepuff takes the rest in context the because it's yeah. because it's like Hufflepuff the founder took the rest because she was the kindest one. It's like they welcome everyone, which right. I feel like does encompass the house, but it sounds so rude. Especially like they they go through and it was like the last one. So yeah. Like she takes the re- like the like she settles for the yeah, last exactly. but that's not like I mean, yes, like I think it's hard to be a Hufflepuff. 
Yeah. You know, like, I don't think everyone fits into Hufflepuff, you know? Um, you gotta be a special kind of selfless, a special kind of kind. That was my only thoughts on this song. But I always, this song sticks in my head, I think, more than some of the other ones. Oh, Harry. That's not what the song he sang for us. Um, yeah, Harry. He says, I've never yet been wrong, though. The hat. I've had, I have some. I have I've some, also gendered the hat as a male. I've had some qualms with you and your sorting hat. Um, so, um, my next note says the giant squid is canon. <laughs> it really is. And what I mean by that is, um, so, in fan fiction, the giant squid is more popular than you would think. Yikes. For unfortunate ways. Yikes. I'll let your imaginations take I don't you there. I go there. Um, on your own. I don't have to explain it. But, um, <laughs> but sometimes... People in fan fiction are like, oh yeah, like that's Fanon, the giant squid. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The giant squid is canon. It has multiple, like, M- multiple mentions. Yeah. What people think about the giant squid and what they do with it, that's your own fan. And I'm going to stay far, far away from it. I would rather be Bandon. Abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Molly? <laughs> I'm working it out. I'm working out my bits live for you. It's not scripted, y'all. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, banned. Like, it banned, but then I switched at the last minute to abandoned. Mm-hmm. Like, that thought is abandoned. Got it. Got we it. all got it. We We're all, all we understand. Here. We're here. We understand. Okay. <clears throat> What's your note? Um, they're shipping, oh wait, well, on the Dennis thing, I just want Jim Dale, real quick, um, to just, I think that it's such an annoying voice for Dennis, like, I find I it, love it so irksome. I think it's so funny. We have to put in a clip. Colin, I fell in, he said shrilly, throwing himself into an empty seat. It was brilliant, and something in the water grabbed me and pushed me back in the boat. Cool said Colin just as excitedly. It was probably the giant squid, Dennis. Wow, said Dennis, as though nobody in their wildest dreams could hope for more than being thrown into a storm-tossed fathoms-deep lake and pushed out of it again by a giant sea monster. Um, anyway, um, they're shipping Cho and Harry Cherry so hard. <laughs> 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 I'm so so funny i will show you like post podcast because it's so funny what's the biggest one would you say um the biggest ship is definitely either bucky and cap or um cap and tony cap and tony but cap and tony what is it what is it um 
Is it their superhero? Oh, names super husband. They're not. A, they don't have a good one. Other ones have better ones. There. I will. I will. I will. I will look it up and we'll circle back. This very funny. They're very funny. Um. Anyway, yeah, they're shipping Cherry hard this chapter. Yeah, they ship Cherry hard for like the next two books, honestly. Yeah. Not like six. I mean, like this book and next book, obviously. Yeah, um, I know what you meant. I feel like you can tell by the names who's gonna be in which house. Oh yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like Eleanor Brandstone, we know where Eleanor's. <laughs> it's Hufflepuff. <laughs> She's with Susan Bow. The kid I knew anymore hates it. He's like, Susan Bones needs to be in Gryffindor. She's a Weasley. And I'm like, she's not a Weasley. And he's like, she has red hair. And I'm like, not everyone who has red hair is a Weasley. Um, I listened so carefully and read so carefully for a mention of green grass, and there was none. I thought this is where it was going to be. <laughs> Me too, honestly. I got so, like, I was so stressed. I was like, it can't be this chapter. I have no time today to go get shirts. Like, to get shirts <laughs> i told you i'm gonna go all out like i'm gonna have a shirt that says i stand with green <laughs> look as far as we know there's still no mention Daphne green grass is in these books <laughs> at the very least a story of green grass is mentioned i thought a story wasn't mentioned at oh all. wait maybe oh no she's just confirmed draco's wife she's not mentioned when you see draco in the i was thinking in the the years later oh 19 years later yeah. i'm not counting that anyway i mean in like the daphne is mentioned i sure swear. sure oh my god stop <laughs> it's just funny now listeners <clears throat> why has nobody called out molly no i wanted to come like organically I like to- i'm ready to be proven wrong but it's more fun to be like it doesn't exist i'm just saying when i get something crazy you guys call me out <laughs> <laughs> Molly does not believe in the existence. That's because I think most people are with me that they don't know, like, they don't recognize this name. Uh, come on. Terry Boone. Um. Terry Boone's a gem. Terry. And Anthony Goldstein. Terry Boone, Anthony Goldstein, Daphne Greengrass, no. Balls. No. <laughs> Terry Boone and Anthony Goldstein are in the, um, DA. Daphne Greengrass is in the Inquisitorial School. Is she? I don't know. That's not unconfirmed. I'm just assuming. Somebody call Alex. <laughs> I'm assuming based on her friends. But, like, they are <clears throat> legit mentioned. I know. I was kidding. I was kidding. I just did that to ruff- <clears throat> ruffle your feathers. They're ruffled. Just a quick side note. I, um, my coworker and I have decided the nicest thing you could ever say to somebody is you're a gem. Um, and mean it sincerely. I agree. But the complete opposite of that is your waste of space. <laughs> so. Yeah, horrible. I will be using your gem sparingly and your waste of space also sparingly. But like, just so you know, those are the highest and lowest things the you could highest, be called. Highest is gem. But really? <laughs> I say gem. I say that. I do too. And I was called a gem once in an email. Are you just bragging? Yes, I am. So by somebody that works with us, and so it's just this joke now, but I was like elated. I was like, they called me a gem. And she was like, get over here. 
get over yourself. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. At rehearsal, we've been having to like give each other hugs at the beginning of every rehearsal. And then, like, you look like at the... Like, being p- required to? Like, it's like a... I guess, like, it's part of our warm-up. Like, at the end of warm-ups, you give someone a hug. At the end of... At the end of warm-ups, you give someone a hug, and then you look into their eyes, and you s- tell them one compliment. Okay. It's really nice, actually. Yeah. It's kind of sweet. So, I think that we should give each other compliments right now, but, like, Harry Potter-related. Like, try your best. <laughs> You're a gem. You're no, I'm not. You're a sorcerer's stone. It could be a pickup line. Mine might be your sorcerer's stone. Um, can that be mine? No, that was funny. I can't. All right, I'll come. I'll come up with something. Oh my gosh, is it a fun thing? I don't know. I don't see a mark. It's just repetition. Um. Okay. You go first. <laughs> I'll do one, you do one, I'll do another one. Okay. No, just do one. I'm gonna do two. I'll mix them together. I'll combine them. Okay. Molly, you Magana got it going on. Wait, Magana going on. It didn't work. No, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the, my second one is um I don't need Amortensia to love our time together. Oh my gosh, you're like prepared. The Magana going on when I did, like, that's like my, when someone's like, give me a Harry Potter pickup line, that's my like, go-to, but the Amortensia one is like genuine, I do love our time together. That was really beautiful. Um, I love your veracity and boldness of a Gryffindor. Oh my gosh, so personal. (laughs) Wow. I don't know if it was a cop but like no I loved it I appreciated okay. it felt like I was on the spot but it's fine <laughs> I just thought of it just now are you sweating are you nervous are we stressed I'm <laughs> um <clears throat> okay oh move over I'm still on the sortie <laughs> I have more thoughts I, I might be oh no keep going okay just like listen to these names we have Graham Pritchard, Orla Quickerhe, and then Kevin Whitby. All right, don't read too many. This is my quiz question. Uh, well, that's all I was going to do, but, like, <laughs> Kevin Whitby? After, like, those, like, Kevin's fun... a muggle. <laughs> well, a muggle guess board. where he was sorted into? <laughs> Let me make sure that's not him. Like, Kevin. Okay. Also... Stop reading. I th- he's the last one. Um, Dumbledore knows what's up when he's like teed up. <laughs> yeah. That was like my spew of notes. So I was gonna let you. Mm, <laughs> spew of notes. Ah. Um, <clears throat> I really like that Nick and the Bloody Baron aren't ghosts, enemies as. You know, Slytherins and Gryffindors are usually pit against yeah. each other. Like, um, the blood. Yeah, Nick was like, I completely agreed with the Bloody Baron on this. And I was just like, hmm, how wholesome. Yes, I loved, um, well, I like the whole setup that Nick gives for the house elves. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, love the idea of a ghostly council and I want to know more. 
And, like, how much power do they have? Or do they just meet for their own benefit and, like, really only rule on peeves? But they just are like, well, I think we should do this in the school. And, like, nothing ever happens that they say, but they still have these council meetings. I really like it, too. <laughs> They're, like, HOA board members. It's an, es- it's, it's an excuse for them to all get together, but they don't have to pretend, like, they don't want to be there. It's like, we have to go to the council yeah. meeting. Go to the council. But they, like, get day-old food from the garbage in the kitchens Ugh. and they sit and they sniff and Yikes. it's a good time but yeah great setup for the house elves was that where you are with house elf stuff and just my note says poor hermione yes hermione stick to your morals <laughs> hashtag cause girl <laughs> yeah that's what uh, Molly and some of our other friends used to call me in college. But, like, your younger self. We yes. called your younger self. Yeah, my self. younger self was a cause girl. Not uh, so much anymore. I feel like the professors barely get sick leave intention. <laughs> like, let alone the outselves. Yeah, like, how much do you get paid to teach at Hogwarts? Like, Lupin got sick leave by necessity. <laughs> That's the most Lupin ever made in his sad. life. I know. Okay, it makes me really sad to think of, like, Lupin starving all of these years. Because he couldn't get hired. Yeah. Moving swiftly along. Um, Spotted Dick. Oh, I have a note about that. Don't, like, that's not going to get me to eat. I'm sorry. The way Jim Dale reads Spotted Dick is oh, yeah. really funny. A lot of emphasis. A lot of emphasis on the dick. We'll plug that in. Mm-hmm. Treacle tart, Hermione, said Ron, deliberately wafting its smell toward her. Spotted Dick. Look, chocolate gatto. Thank you, Jim. Also, Ron teasing her is really funny in his yeah. character. I think it's kind of cute, actually. That's good. Good stuff. And that Hermione, of course, doesn't bend. Yeah, solid banter. Initial thoughts on Moody. Oh, wait, I'm not there yet. Okay. <laughs> I think Harry's outrage about Quidditch is the most emotion he's expressed all chapter. It's all bug. That's <laughs> what I will say. He was also pretty excited about being at the World Cup. <laughs> no other time. Harry only is passionate about Quidditch and how pretty Cho Chang is. Yikes. Yeah. A lot of Cho Chang stuff. Um, <clears throat> okay. Initial thoughts on Moody. Quite an entrance. Quite an entrance. Ron's never met Mad Eye. Yeah. Interesting. I don't think even some of the other ones had. They just knew who he was. Like, only one of them had, I think, I, Charlie or Bill were like, I went to work with Dad one day. That's true. Because he, I think he's been kind of a shut-in since he retired, it seems like. Yeah. Um. Every time Hermione asks Ron a question about the world and Ron doesn't know the answer, I always imagine her saying useless in her head. <laughs> Yes. She does it every time just to, like, fail. Just to get the same response. Every once in a while, he'll be like, well, Dad said. <laughs> um, Bill told me. Charlie says dragons. 
What do you think of the casting choice for Mad Eye? Oh, I think he was Sean good. David Tennant. Um, I just somebody um I was talking with um recently said that they really didn't like the Moody Moody casting only because they had such a specific image in their head, and I totally understood what she was saying because um I like the casting choice. Um, don't get me wrong, but he, it's not the image I had in my head. Really? I expected a much more like grizzly person, and like um. I think they did a pretty good job with him, but I, I expected, like, worse. Like, more extreme. I feel like I um I expected more um eccentric. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But I think he does a good job, because I think all of the characters are sort of toned down from their book personas right. in fits. the movies. You know, it fits. With, like, if he had been, like, really wackadoo, it would have been a little bit out of place, I think. But, like, they did, and I think it's also because, like, the later movies tried to do more, like, dark realism, because, like, Lockhart was, like, an extreme, and just, yeah. like, in the books. Like, right. he was, like, a perfect... Yes, except he was, like, a little bit old, but yes. Well, yeah. Um, but, like, his um, overacting was yes. exactly what it was supposed <laughs> to be. Charming smile award. <laughs> um, but, so, side note, also, another sidebar, um, the guy who plays Moody is in this, is also Bill's dad. Bill Weasley is Gleason. Yeah. This is his dad, also Gleason. Jack Gleason. Jack Gleason, thank you, Siri. Is that how he got the part, Bill? I mean, he's already, he's a fantastic actor, just, I'm not, like, trying to, like. um, I don't know, but I just found this out recently. That's so cute. Because, so Jack, big Gleason, Jack Gleason. Papa Gleason. Yeah, Papa Gleason. He's in this movie called In Bruges, which yeah, is like a I've, British I, movie, yeah. which has like every Harry Potter actor yeah. known to man and woman in it. I'd like to correct myself. Jack Gleason is Joffrey Baratheon, who names her Brendan Gleason. <laughs> Brendan Gleason. Wow. Sorry. Siri Griff has made us Griffin, look like a fool on the podcast. Griffin fixed it. So Brendan Gleason <laughs> is, um, but then is Jack Gleason also related? No. I, I checked that when we Gleason were Gleason we just seems a possible. But it's definitely... Did you guys recently watch that? Donald. It's a good movie. Donald Gleeson, yeah. I like Harry Potter. Yeah, but like a lot of Harry Potter actors in it. Um, just so everybody knows. Including Ralph Fiennes. Oh, Ralph Fiennes. Um, okay, yeah, that really does pick up. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> There's one where you're like clicking like mad. <laughs> I can't like, help it! It was also a very tense episode. Molly's shaming my nervous habits, guys. You cannot attack. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to be very um, happy. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) Um, No, it just, it is, um, it was really loud on the podcast, that's all, at one point. I'm just kidding. Well, it was it was like actual. No, I can imagine how annoying that would be. I'm gonna stop like touching the pin. Um, For me, it's for them. It's for the listeners. Anything for the listeners. (laughs) Once again, my note says Fred. LOL. (laughs) I'm no. I think it's about the um, when Fred says you're kidding. Oh, okay. Loud in the (laughs) in the middle of the great hall. I love. The, like, hint of a relationship between Fred and George and Dumbledore. Yeah. Like, they're in that they're office cool. so much. And they're, they're just like, come on, man. And, like, Dumbledore clearly enjoys that. Right, exactly. Dumbledore was like, I am not kidding. No, <laughs> I heard a joke. Um, I'm, I want to get there, but um, mm-hmm. 
mine Minerva would have definitely clapped like with Hagrid and stuff also kudos to Hagrid for clapping for Moody yeah um but I think Minerva would have also been like you know she does whatever Dumbledore does usually mm-hmm. um that was just my quick note before that and then yeah Forge big big Forge chapter yeah big Forge chapter. oh yeah big Forge chapter um what is the rest of the joke okay so here's my surprise Okay. I have the rest of the joke. Yes, I was gonna do a game with you, and we came up with our own. Me but too. But I then couldn't. I was like, it was, it, I, I was having trouble, so I went to the. As a true Gryffindor, I was like, I could do a lot of work, or I can figure out if the internet has done it for me, and they had. So this is um, published on MuggleNet.com from September twenty second, two thousand and fifteen. I didn't know enough of the lore about all those, like, creatures yeah. to do a joke. So, this is to, I guess, Ashrita wrote it. So, this is like, oh, no. Oh, sorry, sorry. Ashrita asked the question. Okay. So, she says, Dear Professor Dumbledore, could you please finish the joke you started in Harry's fourth year, where a troll, a hag, and a leprechaun walk into a bar? I know a plethora of fans, including myself really want to hear the end of this joke ashrisha ashrita ashrita jesus christ alex get it together so then um dumbledore responds dear ashrita i'm so glad that you asked this question here is the joke a leprechaun a troll and a hag all went into a bar benny said the bartender to the leprechaun i warned you three not what oh so sorry guys you might want to read Benny, said the bartender to the leprechaun, I warned you three not to come back here after last time. Took me weeks to clean up after all the mischief you caused. Oh, but it's Floss's birthday, said Benny, pointing to the hag. She smiled and showed off her one good tooth. Give us a quick pint and let the troll... This is so fucking wrong. (laughs) What is the joke? I don't know. Let me just... I'm going to skip to the punchline. Okay, so it says, so I think the whole point of it being so long is that it's a Dumbledore joke, so he would just keep talking until mm-hmm. someone made him um, be quiet. Um, okay, so there is no answer. It's just like, he just keeps, he explaining. Just keeps explaining and talking about how he feels about the three, and then... Um, at the end, it says, I encourage you to tell this joke to your friends and add as many ridiculous and unimportant details as possible. But do not blame me if they are not friends when you finish. <laughs> Yours in mischief and mirth, Professor A. Dumbledore. That's funny. Um, Sorry I didn't read the whole thing, guys. <laughs> it was going to take a long time. You kind of did the joke to yourself. You, like, interrupted yourself. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is going to be a lot. So um, send me that link and I'll, or if you want to put it up on the Oh website. yeah, um, we'll put it on our social media if you really would like to read the whole thing. Um, I promise you, you didn't want to hear me read the whole thing. Um, wonderful. Um, I also just like McGonagall being like, not. Yeah, not. she's like, <clears throat> she's, she's heard this joke before. She's been through the spiel. Thank you, MuggleNet, for that gem. I feel like I've made a lot of weird response sounds tonight. I love, I'm loving it. 
The Triwizard Cup is such a cool idea. But also, like, what Very the dangerous. Fuck? Like, I... How did this happen <laughs> in the first place? <laughs> I feel like after one death, it should have been the end. Maybe like, two, said, but well, the death toll? <laughs> I'm with Hermione. <laughs> I have a question about this. Also, no age limits then. So, like. 11 year olds in the tri. What the fuck, guys? Sorry. I'm cursing so much. WTF. What the nug? Um. Do you think Dumbledore is scheming by having the Triwizard Cup this year? Do you think he has some some plans a brew? Like, what do you think he would be scheming for? Like, I what's don't his know. goal? I don't know. Maybe, like, to lure, lure out. Or to draw out enemies. Maybe. To kind of have everybody under one roof, like Karkaroff. Yeah. I just have no, I I have no idea, but I just, it just seems like such unnecessary danger for his students. Well, to kind of build on that, I think you might be right. He might be wanting to get closer to Karkaroff. Yeah. Because he knows that something's brewing. He can Mm -hmm. tell. But he doesn't know who is helping Voldemort, so right. he's trying to like keep an eye on all of the known yeah. um, followers. And so obviously he's got Snape like trying to get things out of him. And then that Madame Maxine connection becomes important with the giants. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. He is scheming. And if we go back to my theory from a while ago about him knowing right, the exactly. moves all along, then yeah, he knows he needs everybody there. Um, and everyone to be, like, emotionally invested in helping the cause. Right. Which Madame Maxine would be if she was, like, there. Yeah, I think. definitely. Because if she was still in France, like, she wouldn't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wouldn't be, like, her fight. This was really important. Like, I think our houses were just shown. Like, I, like, put an idea on the table, and then I let you completely solve <laughs> the mystery for me. <laughs> no, it was a really good idea, though. I hadn't thought about it that much. Um, and we'll, I, we'll probably see some more I'm not hungry anymore. I just keep eating. So yeah, we'll be looking for clues for them. What do you think about putting the age restriction on? I feel for Fred and George. Honestly. Because I would be pissed too. But I do think it's I think the it's right necessary. Call. I don't think 17 is really the right call because it's supposed to be a school like I think 6th and 7th years could have easily done it. Like I don't know if you really know that much cuz it's like already 6th and 7th years. It's just like if you have a birthday a certain date. So I think it should have been but I think the reason they're doing of age is because like then they won't they get like angry themselves. Yeah, they know. can't get like angry letters from parents. But like you could do like a permission form. I do think, like, age of can You know Molly Weasley's not signing that. No, but they might... <laughs> Arthur might. Uh, no. He would be not murdered. With, yeah, not without permission. But they would have forged it. <laughs> <laughs> that would not have passed. <laughs> It'll but, be like their age line. Um, Molly Weasley would have been up at that school. <laughs> I'm surprised she's not already up at that school about Harry. Like... Wow. Um, I... Yeah, I think, like... For, like, age of consent, I think it's important that it's 17. We're all about consent on this podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm with you, but I would, I just, like, understand how they're feeling because yeah. I would be angry. 
Especially since they're right at that cutoff. Um, I like that Dumbledore's, like, making sure not to come off sexist. He's, like, really, Oh, like, yeah, I was, I had that <laughs> note, too. He's, like, himself or herself. And she or he may. <laughs> I'm, like, good. Good, good. Good. I mean, J.K. Rowling does hate women a little bit. Whoa. I just think... Shots fired. I, I, I'm sorry. That, I have, like, some... I had some bent-up hostility about that. I just think she really is, like, sometimes as an author, she comes off as one of the cool girls that, like, is like, oh, I only have boy, like, friends that are guys, you know? Like, I don't hang out with women. Like, those are the characters that get, like, the more respect in the books. Also, for every um, one woman, there needs to be two men on their, by her side at all times. So, like... Fleur is the only woman in the Triwizard Cup. You know, Hermione right. has to be, like, bookended by Ron and Harry. Um, yeah. I know what you were saying, but it was, like... Like, how many women are there in the Order? Not enough. Tonks and Molly. And some older ladies. Yeah, but... <laughs> are they named? Yeah, they are. Are they really named? No, I'm not talking about, like, the original order. No, they, one of them, she comes and gets Harry from the Dursley. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but I'm saying, like, the, the main I know, ones, I know what you're you saying. You know what I mean. Yeah, I was just saying her. Also. Well, McGonagall, she's in the Yeah, order. she's, yes, McGonagall, too. But, yeah, not very many, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, so I, that's, that's, like, a, just a nitpick, like, a thing that I, like, it irks me a little bit, and I know at the time that she was writing these books that people were like, oh, you need to have, like, a male protagonist, you need to do all this so that boys will read your book, but I hate that. I think it's stupid. Anyway, continue. (laughs) Okay, who do you think would have entered if there wasn't an age restriction? Um, like, of, like, you know, of the, of the mains. Um, well, obviously Fred and George. Yeah. Ron. But do we think Ron would actually enter? Um. Or is he talking a big game? Yeah, I think he would enter. I think he would enter. Yeah. Neville would not. Neville definitely wouldn't. I'm actually, and I know you're going to disagree with me, I'm on the fence about whether Hermione would. Because I think it's like a good saving grace that it's an age restriction, but I think Hermione Hermione would, would win. She would win. Like, I think, one, she would be chosen, and two, she would win, and I think she couldn't, like, Hermione has this Gryffindor way about her where she wants, she wants that, like, recognition for getting things right, you know? Like, her... She does want, yeah, to be told she, like, did a good job, but I think her, she would be, like, principled against interning. Like, because she, like, doesn't like the idea of the tournament. She doesn't like the idea of the tournament, but she doesn't, but it's such a good, like, resume builder, you know, for the Wizarding World. Like, I won the Triwizard Tournament. She would get to practice she's all not of this like magic. That. She's not like, I'm doing this for a resume. She does things because she believes in them and then is like, I did it. Like, she she doesn't do it just because you're supposed to. But that's, I don't think anyone's supposed to do the... But she wouldn't do it for a resume. Like, she does I, But I think she, she does really care about, it. like, she cares about her dr- grades. Like, that's why she but has to get all the answers right in class. It's not a grade class. thing. But it, I think it is an impressive thing in the wizarding world. But she doesn't do things because it would be impressive. She does it because she believes in it. But I don't think when she answers questions in class, it's because she believes in it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because she's, like, so into learning. Like, she, like, believes in learning and, like, 
Um, yeah, she also wants to be right. Like, she of course wants to be right, but she's not doing it because, like, I'm going to be the impressive one and show everybody off. Like, that's not the impetus for being a good and... I don't know. I feel like that's kind of what separates that's her from a normal... Percy. Raven like, Claw. Percy would do it for the, the but resume. But I think there's part of that, too. Not like, maybe resume was the bad word, but I think she likes... Not, like, glory in a Slytherin way, but she likes, she enjoys that I'm the top of the class thing. She, I think, I totally agree that you're, she, right. she does enjoy being the top of the class, but she doesn't do it, that's not the reason she does it. Like, she doesn't take all of the classes in the third year. Yeah, that's fair. She does it because she wants to take all the classes. I definitely think she has that, like, oh, I want to learn, but I also think, like, that it, the... The draw of, like, solving those riddles and, like, participating in a tournament would be, I feel like, hard for her to pass up. I'm not saying that she wouldn't. I was going back and forth on it. Now I'm just kind of being double Right, advocate. right. I know. I Yeah, I, I think based on her attitude about the tournament, she definitely wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's fair. She's really against it. And I don't think she would, I think she would only do it if she was like, oh, I think that this is, like, such a cool tournament. Like, I think it's great how all the schools come to, like, I think... If it was like that, then she definitely would do it, and she would definitely win, and she would want to win, and want to be, like, the best Mm -hmm. at it, but she wouldn't do it just because she wanted to prove that she was the best at it. Yes, that's fair, but I think- Does that make sense? Yes, but I think, like, she would like the- like, I think, first of all, she would like a lot of the tasks. I'm thinking- and I- so maybe it's like I'm looking towards- Yeah. I feel like maybe I'm looking towards the future. Like, I feel like the maze is all Hermione, and solving the eggs, like, she does that for Harry. The dragon would be the toughest part, I think. Yeah, that would be her hardest part, but I think she could do it. Like, I- She would probably transfigure something like, um- Yeah. Cedric does, I think. But I definitely think if she did enter, she would be picked to do it. Do you not? Do you disagree? Um- Well, maybe not if J.K. Rowling was writing it. We only get (laughs) one woman. Like, in- like, in the, in the book, I don't think she would because, I like, it makes sense for Cedric. Like, in the yeah, plot, yeah. you know? No, 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 no. I mean, like, th- this is just a universe where, like, <sighs> it's not about main plot. I think, um, no, I actually don't. I think she would definitely win if she was in it, which I know that's kind of, like, backwards. But I think um, somebody that would be chosen would have, like, um, like that, like, some, something, something, like, more of, chutzpah kind yeah. of thing. But Harry doesn't have, I guess, but his name he, wasn't supposed yeah. to. But I feel like, yeah, I just think it would be more interesting to have someone like Hermione in it. Oh, So yeah. I don't know what the magic of the cup really is. I think that Fleur gets a bad rap, but I do think um, both she and Crumb do think things out more, like, logically. Yeah, I think she is a more you know, logical play. Oh, I also hate that about this book. I hate that Fleur is the, like, worst one, and she's like, oh, I'm yeah. the one. Like, I they I really dislike Crumb that. Yeah, the they could have easily made Crumb the worst. Like, he's not that, like, intelligent, you know? Like, right. she already set him well, up Well, like I don't, that. I know that you believe that, that he's not that okay, intelligent. Okay, well, I, I'm just saying they already set him up to, like. Like, they could have just made him be, like, the athlete. Like, yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, or even Cedric. Like, they could have just made Cedric not. I'm glad that Cedric's good because, like... For, like, Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, for Hufflepuff. But I think... And it makes it more interesting to pit him and Harry against each other, but... Yeah, but to have, like, the woman be the worst one, I'm also like, JK, why do you hate yourself so much? Anyway, continue. Yeah. <sighs> moving moving along. I clearly have feelings about this. I didn't know that my feelings were going to come out in this way. They're not in my notes, but the more Sorry. we talk about it, the more... 
Um, wouldn't it be well known who the judge is? I the the cup. Like, if this is, like, a big deal, this tournament is, like, well-documented, like, people would know, like... I feel like they haven't done it in years. A hundred years. Yeah, so I don't know if it's, like, really... Uh, like but it's prestige. everybody knew what it was or like most people knew what it like a hundred years ago like the only person alive is like Dumbledore <laughs> yeah but like they have a lot of books yeah but I don't think any of the students would know but all like a lot of the students know about the Triwizard Tournament you know like yeah Fred and George were like oh shit like this is awesome like they knew about it yeah you know and like they knew a little bit so I just think it wouldn't be like such a big secret, like oh, who's gonna like who's this impartial judge? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. Like they, it, I feels like something that you would talk about more in hearsay than you would actually go and read books about it's like it. More so myth you, thing. yeah, so you wouldn't know like what the exact like goings on is. Yeah, you know, like I don't know the selection process for the Olympics, but I like know what it is, and you I have to like qualify in worlds. Okay. <laughs> Rated I don't lot. know how that goes. <laughs> Even for like full teams, yeah. Okay. Well, um, well, like hockey. And yeah, stuff yeah. Like that's that. what I'm saying. Like, but they do their own process of picking their players. That's what. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. I don't know what the selection process is. I know, like for like, ice, skating ice skating and yeah, that's what I was gymnastics. Thinking. I was like, oh, world. Because those are my. Um, <laughs> those are the only things I watch. And diving. <laughs> I think they kind of just Swimming. honestly pick their team. And they, I mean, they do it based off, like, t- pure talent. <laughs> <laughs> they got in on pure talent. That was a terrible Hermione. Yeah, I was like, what was that pace scene on? I, don't know. <laughs> I was having an issue. I'm like, something got on pure talent. Um, that wasn't great either, but. <clears throat> well, we're doing great today. All right, moving on, Dadcom. I'm in their, like, dorm room with Dean, and I only one night older. Oh. Slave labor. I was saying Ron has a little bit of some Slytherin secondary tendencies with his, like, I want the money and the glory, you know? like Yeah. But I... Yeah, I think it... I think it's money. Yeah, it's definitely the, well, and that's my, what my note says, but I definitely think it's only because of his upbringing, and it's mostly about the money, and that's kind of sad. I think it's about the money, yeah. And a little bit for Forge, too, they're like, yeah, a thousand. Yeah. Like, they both But they definitely want it, like, we know Forge has, is like, their second house is Slytherin, because they're extremely ambitious, and like, they do like that, uh, idea of. And I think they want to do it now more because they can't. can't. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 100%. Um, I don't think they would get picked. Me either, which makes me so sad. One, how would you choose? Well, yeah. But, like, also, I don't... I think they have the right personality for it, but, like... No, nah, I don't think they take it seriously enough. That's why I think it would be so... Funny. But, like, for the try with like, the Triwizard Tour is not funny. I know, but, they, <laughs> but I would be more entertained. I want to pick my own Triwizard Tournament, but I don't want other schools. I just want Fred, Hermione, and, uh, who else? Who's my third? Mund, or, um. Mundungus no, Fletcher? No, Mo- Montague or whatever. He's from Slytherin. Oh, yeah. 
Draco Malfoy. No, Draco would, would die. Lose. He would die the first. Tr- like he'd be like, I'm not doing it. Absolutely not. Oh, I was. I was also thinking about other people that would put it in, and I was thinking Malfoy would be the person that would like pretend to put his name in. Yeah. Like he'd be like, oh yeah, and like had wrote written someone else's name on his piece of paper. And he would like was, spit it back. Yeah, there's him. no way. He yeah, would he put would his name in there, but he would be like too much. He would or have he'd too be much like, pride. I put it in last night when nobody was here. Like yeah, I didn't want the. Gl- I, I didn't have to showboat yeah. it like Potter. Yeah. I think, um, okay, wait, wait, that's my next note. But, um, so really, Ron, that's mental when he says that about Dean's poster. Yeah. Come on. I'm done with Ron. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, I, I don't know, did you have another note before, um? No, I'm done with my notes. Okay. Um, so, Ron's, like, trying to ask Harry about entering. He asks him twice, and I gotta say, Harry's being shady AF, because he's not, like, admitting that he would do it, but he's, like, dreaming about it. And I was like, just say, like, yeah, you'd want to enter. Like, I didn't like that, that Harry did that. I thought that was shady. I wish we knew more about Harry's thought process here, because I do think he's very conflicted about it. But it, there's no him being conflicted thoughts that's what i'm saying but like i think no going based on his reaction in the cup i think he would be thinking about like i already like am in the spotlight i don't need this again but he does like doing quidditch and stuff like he does a little bit enjoy he likes it for things he thinks he deserves right and because he says I know this is mostly about Chobie. The last line is exceptionally glad that Ron couldn't see what he did. It's definitely about I know, Show. but, like, it's not a good way to end it, especially, I, I don't agree with Ron getting mad at Harry at all. Like, I think that's messed up. But this does not look good for Harry. No, but I me. think that's another reason why she sets it up that way. Just to give Ron a little bit more. But, like, he's definitely talking about Show when he says, like, oh, I, I, know. I wish, I'm so glad. Because he says, they couldn't, like, see my bomb. Like, Harry. Yeah. Get that together. But Get your puberty in check. Even earlier, um, he's like, what do you think, Harry? And Harry, like, doesn't say anything. Yeah. Which, yeah, he could be thinking, but it's just, like, I also Ross clearly trying to, like, talk to him about it, and he, like, won't say one way, or won't say anything. And I'm like, come on, just, like, t- have a conversation about it. Like, yeah. I also think, like, it's probably, like, off Harry's radar. Like, as soon as he was heard, like, that he couldn't do it. It's not... Like, because I think Ron's fixating on it, obviously, because of the money. And Harry's probably like, mm, I don't really need to enter, right. you know? I and it's probably, bad. like... He probably... Harry's probably picked up on that. So it's, like, sort of that awkward thing where you're just like, Oh, I wish I could help you, buddy. Oh, I read this awful article. Oh, yeah. It, no, it wasn't an article. It was in that video that we posted to the podcast. Uh, I thought that was really funny. I thought it was really funny too, but I was really Matt Bellasite, to be honest. It's on our Facebook page. I was really upset when they were like, Harry didn't give his money to his friends. I know. I knew you were going to be so upset about that video. I was like, uh. <laughs> I just had so many feelings I wanted to argue. It was very This funny. is like when I listen to Harry Potter podcasts. I have to just like really contain it because I want to yell back I feel like that's how you guys feel listening to us talk 
I knew you were gonna fight me on the Harry was being shady, but I did love um what's um we had a great listener make a comment. I need to like figure out I need to say your real name. Okay. So thank you, Danny Barry. I thought your comment was really funny. Um, Danny Barry commented, saw this in the comments and it had me dying. So this is in the comments of like the original video. Yeah. Um, this is Draco Malfoy drunk in the Slytherin common room on a Friday night. <laughs> and because he's being really sassy about like Harry. And yeah, he's like just like this. drunk and like being like, Harry yeah. sucks. And I was like, so true, realistic. <laughs> it made it a lot better for me thinking about that video from that context because it was making me a little upset otherwise. Uh, I had to comment as my personal self. I noticed that, but sometimes I don't know how to switch back and forth. It took me a while, but it was important. <laughs> I just also sometimes will just put my name after. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I commented to Barry's post at, as Potter yeah. Watch, but I needed to let everyone know that this was not the podcast, that this was me. Right. Defending Harry, the love of my life. Just kidding. Um, just kidding, just kidding. Are we ready to do some quizzy quiz? Quiz, quiz, quiz. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. I'm ready. How many banned items are on Filch's list? Three? Not even close. Yeah, I, I just, um, full disclosure, I just guessed. 437 items. Wow. Wow. So. <laughs> um, and Dumbledore has, like, a little mouth twitch smile. Those are my favorite Dumbledore smiles where he, like, twitches. Um, your quiz question is, where are these, um, obviously, you know my question. <laughs> where are these students sorted? I know Kevin's. No, it's not Kevin. I'm just trying. I can't read my handwriting. Stuart Ainsley. Gryffindor. Hufflepuff. Okay, well. Ravenclaw. Yes. <laughs> Owen. Gryffindor. Caldwell. Gryffindor. No. Slytherin. No. Hufflepuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow, you're so you're good. You're this. good for three. <laughs> um, uh, Natalie McDonald, Gryffindor. Yes, McDonald. I remembered that one. That's it. That's the oh, that's the last it. one. I would have gotten better. I assume. <laughs> well, now we'll believe that because <laughs> we ended on a high. We ended on a high. <laughs> um. Okay. Queens and stuff. Mm-hmm. My champ was Hermione. Hermione for her um defense of the house elves. Yeah, and just like in general. Hashtag pop girls. <laughs> My champion is Dennis Creepy, obviously. <laughs> Not obvious. The champion. The obvious champion. I think Dennis Creepy would win. He the was almost no, a tournament. He has chutzpah. <laughs> he does have chutzpah. He was like, I'm a the giant squid, help me. It was great. He was. Obviously a Gryffindor. Can I say, like, Dennis Creepy, I feel like, and Colin Creepy have some Hufflepuff tendencies, but they're definitely Gryffindors. Yes, for sure. Brave, brave little beavers. 
Um, he was like literally almost my rat. Not for him, but mostly just for Jim Dale's voice. Which I'm not blaming Jim Dale. I would never. But he just does this like really annoying voice for him. <laughs> I do not think it's that annoying. I think it's so accurate and so funny. It is, but it's just like... <laughs> Call it. Almost gave it to Moody, too, for interrupting. <laughs> but I ended up, I forgot about Peeves, so I gave it to I Peeves. gave it to Peeves, yeah. too, as my rat. But I honestly didn't want to give it to Peeves because... He was, like, funny. He was funny, but... I went through a journey with the rat. Um. Yeah. Points. I gave it 100 points. I really like this chapter. I only gave it 50 because I just felt like it was so much information. Like, it was good, but it was just, like... You know, kind of like another exposition chapter, just like Hogwarts exposition chapter now. But, yeah. I mean, to be it fair, was all good. I love every, any chapter that includes the Sorting Hat song. Like, I, those are like, some of my, I should have given my champ to the Sorting Hat. What a weird, like, bar. <laughs> I think the Sorting Hat songs are fun. I do too, but it was like, I'll keep anything with the Sorting Hat. <laughs> Not the Sorting Hat. Like song. He spends all year making up those songs, Molly. <laughs> Must be pretty boring being a hat. <laughs> he deserves his, uh, or they deserve their, why do I keep gendering I the know, hat? I know, I did as a he as well. Um, um, okay, well, what should our password be for next chapter? Chapter 13, Mad-Eye Moody. Um, so, um, what animal is Draco Malfoy transfigured into? Yes. Okay, great. Tune in, follow us on social memes, and stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.